Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 8th of February. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, And of course, we're only a few days away from the big game in Vegas, and our partner, Bet Online, is your number one source for football odds. Stats, trends, lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of the Gatorade to Taylor Swift's lipstick. Bet Online is the number one source for all your championship wagering. Head to Bet Online and join today to get into all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. So, glad to have you here with us on a Thursday. I was on driving the line this morning, so if you want to go check that out, YouTube.com slash at driving line. You can check that out with my guy Coach and Alan Bell. Gave out some picks, did a little Super Bowl talk, all that good stuff. Also, last night, we did ESPN Radio with my homegirl Amber Wilson. I'm back on with her tonight. So tonight, ESPN Radio, 7 to 10 p.m., filling in on Amber and Ian. Hope you come and join us there. We're going to have a lot of fun. NBA trade deadline. That's likely going to dominate the show tonight on ESPN Radio, and we're going to do a lot of it, most importantly, here today on Zaslow Show 2.0. So, news is coming out fast and furious right now as far as the trade deadline is concerned. So, I, I we, we do have a lot of the notes as far as the trade deadline goes. Uh, some stuff we're not going to be able to get to because you're going to be listening and the trades just happened, I, I, you know, Maybe a couple hours after I, I wrapped up this show here today. So you're going to say to yourself, Zazla, why didn't you talk about this trade? Why didn't you talk about this trade? You're listening in the future. I don't have all of the information that you have. But the information that I do have is starting to come in. The Heat last night, they win two nights in a row, back-to-back the rare. Home and home, back-to-back, where they get the W against San Antonio. And I'll tell you, 
I'm doing Amber. I'm doing the show with Amber Wilson last night on ESPN Radio. I have the Heat game on my TV here in the Zaslow Mansion Studios in the Zaslow Mansion Master Bedroom, and I- I'm almost distracted from doing the show because this Victor Wembanyama, he's so big. I mean, it doesn't even make sense how big this guy is. He he dwarfs Bam. He dwarfs everybody's on the floor with. He doesn't even look like a real human. It's like if Slenderman was a basketball player. He's out there putting the ball in the hoop instead of killing people. It's bizarre to watch him. And I understand, you, you may be saying to yourself, Zaslow, he, he's been playing the whole year. All right, but it's the first time that the game was in Miami. I'm dialed into the game. I'm watching Wembanyama the whole game. All right, like, it is weird watching him out there. And... I'm going to stick to this hot take. I don't think dunking's fun for him. I don't think dunking's fun for him in the way that it's fun for other players. You know, when another player goes up for a huge slam, it's exciting. They roar at the crowd. They pump their fists. They they flex or whatever. For Wembanyama, it's too easy for it to be like a thing to get really excited about. I don't think dunking is fun for Wembanyama. How about that? So... The Heat, though, most importantly, they get the win last night. It is their fourth win in their last five games. We go into the All-Star. All-Star. We go into the trade deadline. And uh, uh, 3 p.m. today, so Pat Riley's got a few hours left to trade for Steph Curry or for Giannis. But we go into the trade deadline today in what I believe is going to be a quiet trade deadline for the Heat. Watch. In the middle of doing this, or or by the time you're listening, the Heat all made some massive trade. I think the Heat already made their move. Like, it's, you know, if the Heat don't do anything today, it's, oh, the Heat, another year they didn't do anything. They traded for Terry Rozier a couple weeks ago. It's a pretty big trade. Like, if the Heat made that trade today, you'd be, oh, man, huge deadline day move by the Heat. All right, well, they did their deadline day move a couple of weeks ago. Matter of fact, like, OG Ananobi to New York. That That's a big move that wasn't done on deadline day. <coughs> so... There have already been moves that have been made this year that have been pretty substantial. They just weren't done today. But with that said, here's what we have so far. Here's some of the bigger names that have been moved. Kelly Olynyk goes to Toronto. I I don't understand that move. I don't know how to make sense of that. I would have thought that they would have shipped Olynyk to a team that's looking to add, like a team like Miami, but a team that's looking to add him and trying to win. It's... I mean, Toronto sent a first-round pick the other way. Now, I know there's a couple more pieces there, but, like, Olenek is the bigger name going in that deal. I, I don't understand the Olenek to Toronto move. One of the bigger moves, one of the first moves that happened today, Buddy Heald goes to Philadelphia. This is a good move for the Sixers. What the Sixers are doing, they stink without Embiid. They're 4-12 and without Embiid this year, including getting their shit kicked in last night at home against the Warriors. They are trying to, they're going to try and tread water. Hoping that Embiid can come back in a month or so by the playoffs. They're hoping to add Heald, have him give them scoring punch, which he will, still make the playoffs, and then hoping to get Embiid back. Or maybe get Embiid right before the playoffs. So, I like the move there for Philadelphia. They trade away Furkan Korkmaz and Marcus Morris. So, uh... Good trade for Philadelphia. Seems like a no-brainer. For Indiana's side of things, I guess they just felt, look, we weren't going to pay Buddy Heald anyway, but 
I mean, Indiana's a team that's trying to win also. So I don't really understand the deal from Indiana's perspective. For Philadelphia's side, I like the deal. Gordon Hayward has been traded to Oklahoma City. This is a weird deal. I understand. Now, they got Charlotte got a couple second-round picks in return. They didn't really get anything else. Uh, Trey Mann, I think, was sent there as well. For Oklahoma City, it's weird because you're not going to start Hayward, right? Like, you're not going to start him over Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy's a better player right now than Gordon Hayward. So I guess Hayward will come off the bench for them. But do I want Gordon Hayward, who's never healthy? Do I want him taking minutes from Josh Giddy? I don't think so. So that's a little bit of a weird move, I think. Hayward to Oklahoma City. Speaking of Charlotte, they are not trading away Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, because of the type of contract that he signed, he has veto power. And he said he does not want to be traded. He wants to stay and sign long-term. It was one of those deals where the Hornets believed in me. They've stood by my side. You know, he forgets to leave out the part when I beat up my wife in front of my kids. And he wants to stay in Charlotte. I I can't... Why would a team want to trade for him? Like, I'd be so pissed off if the Miami Heat were to trade for Miles Bridges. And by the way, obviously he's represented by Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. That's why you're never going to get LeBron. Look, if an NBA owner says something that could be determined racist, LeBron will tell you there's no place for this in our league. You got to get rid of this guy. But Miles Bridges, because he's a member of Clutch, Miles Bridges can beat up women. And LeBron's going to yuck it up with him on the sideline. It's gross. It's gross. So he's not going anywhere. Apparently Kyle Kuzma in Washington, they're not going to send him anywhere. It's a weird thing with the NBA. You know, in Major League Baseball, in the National Hockey League, when you get to the trade deadline and... Your team sucks, it's fire sale time. Get rid of pieces, try and get future pieces so you can help rebuilding. I don't know why the NBA doesn't do that. Like, why wouldn't Washington do everything in their power to trade Kyle Kuzma, to trade Jordan Poole, to get rid of everyone? I don't get it. And right now, New York looks like the big winner of the trade deadline day. They've traded away Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, uh, one, uh, and a couple second-round picks to Detroit for Alec Burks and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Huge trade for New York. Gives, especially while Julius Randle's out, gives Jalen Brunson two big-time shooters. Burks can score. Bogdanovich can score. This is a major deadline day move for New York. I already told them, I think New York is a contender. I think they're the second best team in the Eastern Conference. And now I absolutely believe they're the second best team in the Eastern Conference. I think New York is a serious contender before this trade. Now I think they're a very serious contender. Look what New York has done the last couple weeks. They've added Alec Burks, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and OG Ananobi. And what have they given up? Emmanuel Quickly, Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes, RJ Barrett. So what? Haven't given up any of those first-round picks? They're hoarding them. A, a plus, A plus couple weeks in New York Knicks. You, the Knicks get no love in the Zaslow Mansion. You know this. Got to give credit where credit's due. I think the Knicks are a contender. I really do. Nick fans should be excited. I'm sure Nick fans excited. Nick fan gets excited when the team wins a playoff game. The streamers and the balloons and the confetti come down from the, from the uh, rafters at the Garden. What an embarrassment. When you make good trades, you should really be excited. I think the Knicks are a big-time contender. Got to be fair. So... That's what's going on right now 
as far as the NBA trade deadline is concerned. I'm sure by the time you're listening, there will be some more moves. Our homegirl, Trista Crick, is going to join us. BetMGM Odyssey. Uh, She's on BetMGM every night. She's out there live, Radio Row in Vegas. We're going to get Trista on. We'll talk NBA. We'll do a little Super Bowl Radio Row with her. The Heat last night, they beat San Antonio 116-104. Now, Jimmy Butler said he thinks things are fixed. They've got back to having fun. Oh, it's easy having fun. It's easy to beat teams like San Antonio. Look, during that seven-game losing streak, they lost to teams like Memphis. All right, so it's not just about who they're playing. They're legitimately playing better. And it's part of why I don't believe they're going to make any kind of significant trade today. I don't think they're going to make any kind of trade today. I think they like where they're at. I think the trade they made was Terry Rozier a couple of weeks ago. They've won four out of five. Tyler Hero's in a little bit of a different role now. That's starting to pay off. Terry Rozier is getting more comfortable. The shooting percentage is still not there. But he's a threat. He's active. He does things. He's not that bum Kyle Lowry. Jimmy Butler, franchise all-time leader in triple-doubles. Amazing, right? 17 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists last night. Bam had 20 points. He was 10 of 14 from the floor. Tyler Hero, fantastic. 24 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. He was 10 of 15 from the floor. And, you know, Caleb Martin, I told you they should trade Caleb Martin. The emergence of Highsmith, Hawkes Jr., even the resurgence of Duncan Robinson. They're not going to keep Caleb Martin next year. So they should trade him. I might be willing to lose Martin for nothing. Like, don't trade him today. I might be willing to lose him for nothing if it means that he's a big help in the postseason. And last year's version of... Playoff Caleb Martin was a big-time player. I mean, that Milwaukee series, he thought he was the best player on the floor. The Boston series, he thought he was the best player on the floor. I might be willing to lose him for nothing and have more short-term vision than long-term vision if it means contending for a championship again. I think the Heat got to give that serious consideration, even though I've been advocating for them to trade Caleb Martin because they're not going to keep him. I may be willing to lose him for nothing because that's what's better short-term. You got gotta, gotta think long and hard about that. So, the Heat, next up for them. They've won four out of five Sunday afternoon. Boston Celtics. All right. All right. Feeling good about ourselves. Now we got a little bit of a measuring stick game on Super Bowl Sunday afternoon. Tell you what else we're excited about. And that's whenever we talk about our great sponsors. How about Sheets and Giggles? SheetsGiggles.com helps me get the best sleep of my life every single night. I know I'm going to wake up refreshed. I get all my bed sheets at SheetsGiggles.com. I take advantage of the sales, the promotions. If this is the first time you're going to SheetsGiggles.com, use promo code ZASLO. You'll get 20% off your first order. I wake up every morning refreshed because I'm sleeping on the saltest, coolest, most breathable sheets out there. Sheetsgiggles.com. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He's making sure we're getting the best sleep of our lives, the best material because Sheets and Giggles, it's made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. And we're still making sure we're doing it in an environmentally friendly way. The best sleep of your life, you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, just like the Zaslow family. But the very first time you go to SheetsGiggles.com, use promo code Zaslow, Z-A-S-L-O-W, 
promo code Zazlo, 20% off your first order, sheetsgiggles.com. All right, all guests on Zazlo Show 2.0 brought to us by the official beer of the program, Johnny Cuba. How are you going to enjoy the game this weekend? You're going to pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, European roots with that Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack heading into the weekend. Make sure you always drink responsibly, and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Big news day today with the NBA. Now, as of right now, we're about 90 minutes away from the trade deadline. Our NBA expert, Trista Crick, BetMGM, Heat Check with Trista Crick. She joins us here on the show. I know you are busy today, Trista. You're doing a, a an NBA trade deadline recap show this afternoon, right? I am. Yeah, I'm doing it from Mandalay Bay, which would be great. I've got a very, very full day, but that is something I'm very much looking forward to. There's been some fascinating traits already. I think the one that I'm, I guess the team that I'm really surprised at, but also kind of not surprised, is the Mavs. The Mavs have been very, very active so far. Um, I think they kind of know that Luka is putting pressure on them to do something, uh, or he's going to probably ask out next year or the year after. Yeah, so the Mavs just traded for P.J. Washington. They send out Grant Williams and Seth Curry. If you're Grant Williams, that sucks. Like, you signed a free agent deal. And look, that's what the money's for, is for shitty stuff that happens like this. But you signed the big free agent deal. You got to choose where you want to go because you're a free agent. And now you got to go to Charlotte. That is such a shitty situation. Especially since the the Celtics probably would have still wanted him. Not on the same amount of money of the deal but he probably could have signed a team-friendly deal there and help them continue, you know, their defensive core, which he was really good for. That, Yeah, that sucks. And I think he just had something online where he was talking about how easy Luka makes a game for you. He's like, I really don't even have to do anything. All right, well, welcome, Grant, uh, to Siberia. Yep. I, uh, I've been very high on the Knicks the last few weeks. And I'm even higher on them. Like right now, they're the big winner of the day to me. They really traded nothing. Okay. And they acquire Alec Burks, Bogdan Bogdanovich. A couple weeks ago, they get OG Ananobi. Trissa, I think they are easily the second best team in the Eastern Conference. I, I We don't like saying this in the Zaslow Mansion. I hate the New York Knicks. But I, I totally think they're a contender now. What do you think? Yeah, dude, and I thought that they were a contender before they got Boyan. Yeah. Boyan is is a massive, massive pickup. And remember, the Boyan news was interesting because there was rumors that Detroit turned down two first-round picks for Boyan Bogdanovich. So you give Boyan and Alec Burks, and I guess the thing that Detroit feels good about is Quentin Grimes. Which, yeah, that sucks for Quentin Grimes, too. I like him a lot. But that is a massive, massive pickup after getting OG and an OB. And now you have a backup point guard as well, who's already played for the Knicks before. And so Tibbs knows him. Tibbs loves him. What do you make of Buddy Heald? It, it seems to me that was like the first big move of the day. It feels like Philadelphia is going to try and tread water here, at, hoping that Embiid can get back before the playoffs. Yeah, worst three-point three-point shooting team in the league, and so they get, you know, one of the best three-point shooters in all of the NBA. So that that helps them. 
I don't know that the Sixers, though, are going to be any good without Joel Embiid. Like, I don't know how many games they win. Spike Eskin, who hosts the Right to Ricky, Rice to Ricky Sanchez pod, also uh, was my boss or is my boss now. Um, PD of WFAN. Yeah, for now. PD of WFAN and CBS Sports Radio. He tweeted this last night. He said, I'm not sure if the Sixers win another game. And I thought the same thing, actually. Honestly, you you have a Warriors team at home that's been licking their wounds for a while, and you get blown out by 20-something as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Tyrese Maxey can't get anything going without – Without Embiid, you know, he's going to have to shoulder, shoulder the burden a lot. So I don't know that the, the Buddy Heel trade does anything uh, to replace to replace Embiid. I would have hoped that they would try to go after Daniel Gafford uh, to try to, like, spell those minutes until Embiid got back. You got some thoughts on Terry Rozier going to the Heat? Yeah, it's... I think it's less meaningful than I imagined it to go to go right now. Um, the Rozier hero minutes together are rough. Um, so now what we've been seeing is like, okay, that defense that Kyle Lowry had, although he was terrible offensively, right? He was like averaging four points per game or something before he got traded, was somewhat impactful, more impactful than probably Heat fans thought, more impactful than I thought. So I think it's just a work in progress. You guys are just so annoying because we think you're dead all season long. You stink. You go up and down. You have these, you know, winning streaks. You have these losing streaks. We don't know what's going to happen. And then you're sitting there. Maybe you're the five seed. Maybe you're the seven seed. And then you go to the Eastern Conference Finals. So there's there's just not a lot to make of the Heat, considering that they're just a completely different team in the postseason than they are in the regular season, which has got to be somewhat a bit of a relief for fans, but also kind of like annoying for fans too. I think the Rozier stuff, look, it, it's got my, att- not that it didn't have my attention before, but it's something new. It's something fresh, this final third of the regular season. And then, yeah, we get to the playoffs. And if the Heat eventually match up with Boston again, every Heat fan thinks they're going to beat them. Like every Heat fan knows that we're in every series. Uh, tonight, the Lakers are unveiling a Kobe statue. What pose do you think it's going to be? It's got to be a dunk, right? It's got to be that dunk where he's got – it's Kobe with the fro, you think? I think it's got to be Kobe with the fro. Well, how about is it going to be number 24 or number 8? Yeah, this is great. These are all great questions. The I think from a betting perspective, you have to look at, you know, props for players who are Kobe disciples and, like, okay, so it's it's just Denver and maybe – you want to look at ones not, that don't play against the Lakers. So go through the schedule. You saw this happen on the anniversary of Kobe's death, and you right. saw it on the anniversary of the 81-point 80, right. performance. So players who are playing tonight, and I haven't gone through the schedule because Vegas is nuts, ones that are have been like Kobe stands, I would take their player props because you saw feel- the inflow of scoring on those two nights. That's a great point. It's like I looked at tonight, LeBron James. I feel like LeBron James is going to shot out of a cannon tonight. Over four and a half first quarter points for LeBron. Oh, I love it. I think that's the play, right? Yeah, I love that. What a great, what a great call. I never do first quarter points, and I am rolling 
I think that's a good play. I also think I think the Kobe statue. I think it's got to be him with the fist pump. I think that's the good statue. No. Oh, Devin Devin Booker points could be a good look. Uh, yeah. He plays the Jazz tonight at home. Yeah. So that would be interesting. Yeah, the first first quarter points for LeBron. LeBron everything tonight on a day that somebody else's statue gets put up in an arena that's not him. <laughs> right, that's a good point. Uh, tell me about Vegas so far, okay? Uh, Radio Row, have you run into anybody wacky? Give me, give me, uh, give me. I mean, right now you're in your hotel room for people who are watching on the YouTube channel, but but give me the scene out there for you guys with BetMGM. Yeah, we're doing the show live from Mandalay Bay in the poker room. So we're not even in the radio row, but we're in the same building. So they're just down the hall. So you see a lot of the same people walking around. I haven't seen the athletes trickle over to our side for good reason, right? Because if you're an NFL player, you get anywhere near a sports book, you're suspended for a year. Um, I'm going over there today. I'm on uh, NBC's Bet the Edge. Um, So that'll be really fun. That'll be my first time on radio row. I'm going to get to see how that was. But the vibe has been awesome, man. Like uh, Vegas could not be a better location for this event. The food obviously is incredible. But the the underrated thing is it's Thursday. And when you do Super Bowl coverage in a city, usually finding good restaurants is very hard. Like reservations through the roof. You can't get in anywhere. Anything near Radio Row is tough. But there's like, a bajillion restaurants that you can choose from in every hotel. So it's been like very mellow so far, which has been incredible. Are you staying for the game? I'm not going to go to the game, but I am staying for the game. Uh, I'm going to try to see it at a sports book with some friends. So it's, it's going to be my first Super Bowl watching it at a sports book, which will be, I think pretty lit, maybe Circa, maybe MGM. It depends. Like they are going to be slammed slammed did you two play the sphere last night they did a bunch of the guys from nbc went to the sphere i i ran in so florio and chris sims did their show right next to ours and one of the mgm pr people was like hey let me introduce you to them and i was like oh what do you guys got going on and florio's like yeah we're we're watching you two at the sphere tonight and i was like wow that's probably nuts i think steve aoki is performing tonight at the omnia so it's it's better that you have me today, actually, and not tomorrow. Wow. All right. Finally, Trista, what's the play for the Super Bowl? Who are we with? I like Chiefs minus seven. I've been saying it since the, the lines came out. I took Chiefs money line, obviously. But if you're talking about plus money value, and maybe I'm the, maybe I'm the square idiot, but you can get Chiefs minus seven at plus 320. You wow. can get Chiefs. Yeah, you can get Chiefs minus three at pretty good value, too. Maybe you just like that last-second field goal kind of a vibe. I'm thinking maybe a defensive score. You know, it's a close game, defensive score, or maybe Mahomes comes down and scores with, like, 40 seconds to go. Or it's like a 23-10 game. Like I think this is going to be very low scoring, under 47.5 I really like. I like all the running back props attempts-wise for Pacheco. I like Travis Kelsey. You know, that's pretty – it's pretty normal, right? He's the best pass catcher in NFL playoff history, one of them. So I like him anytime touchdown. But, yeah, I like the Chiefs. My favorite play is, is Chiefs minus seven. Trista, plug Ball. everything you got going on, of course, including this afternoon where you're covering the uh, the, the trade deadline. Go ahead. 
Yeah, so find us on uh, BetQL's Instagram Live. We're going to do a trade deadline show at 12.30, so i got to get my ass in gear. That's in about two hours. So um, got to get over there. And then we're going to do our show at Mandalay Bay, 7 to 11 Eastern Standard Time. That'll be live on Twitch, on YouTube. You can find it on my Twitter as well. And then the Heat Check, wherever you get your podcasts, Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple. Got to get Zazzle on soon. We got to have another yes. conversation. I'm ready. Thank you, Trist. I appreciate it. Have fun out there. Not too much fun. Don't get too crazy, all right? I won't. I won't, Zaz. Excellent job by Trista Crick, one of our favorites. I've been telling you that. I think she is a big star. Really good job out of her. All right. You know, I love telling you guys about our great sponsors. And one of our main sponsors from a wrestling podcast, It's Still Real to Me, is Matthew H. Mashler, signature real estate finder. He is your trusted real estate broker. If you're in the market looking for a new home, looking for your dream home, you got to make sure you go to someone that you could trust, who's going to know the area, who knows the entire South Florida area, and who's going to make sure that you're getting the best deal possible. And that's why I send you to your trusted real estate broker, Matthew H. Mashler at Signature Real Estate Finder. Realestatefinder.com. Call Matthew today, 561-208-3334 with all of your real estate needs. And maybe you're just looking to sell one of your current properties. Do you want to sell it quick? Do you want to make sure you get the best price out? Do you get the most money for your property? Call Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Maybe you're already in the real estate business. Well, if you're ready to take your real estate career to the next level, you can join the Signature team. Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in Boca Raton, one of the tops in the entire state of Florida, offices all throughout the state, Delray, Coral Springs, Naples, Miami, Palm Beach, Orlando, more. The Signature team is where you want to be. So whether you're looking to buy your dream home, sell your current property, or just looking to join the best in the business, contact Matthew H. Mashler today. 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. And of course, you guys know this. If you're thinking about getting a new ride, you're thinking about getting a new car, that should be an exciting experience. It shouldn't be stressful. And that's why I send you to the only car dealership I personally endorse, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. There's a lot to love at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru this month with incredible offers on all new Subarus in stock as well as every pre-owned vehicle on their lot. And right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you can make zero down payment, make zero payments for three months, and make zero security deposit. Or what if I told you you could lease the 2024 Subaru Crosstrek Premium for just $209 a month for 36 months with $54.95 due at signing with approved credit, go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com for full details with an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model. You're sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. So, it is Thursday. Let's do some Zaslow Show 2.0 mailback. All right. So I send out the notes to you guys the morning of, usually early this morning, and uh, you send me questions, and then we answer them on the show. So let's get after it here on Facebook, on Instagram, on, on, on Twitter. Let's do it. 
First question here is from Nick Valmax. Zazlo, you think a trade for Kelly O would help the Heat? Well, see, things are happening. Kelly Olynyk was already traded to Toronto. Now, could there be a buyout situation there? I don't know. I don't know all those details. Uh, a guy like Kelly Olynyk would help. A big guy who could stretch the floor, of course. But you're also talking about be taking minutes away from a guy like Caleb Martin. So, obviously, the Heat didn't think that he could help that much because they sent him to Toronto. Toronto did give up a late first-round pick. I, again, that's that's the trade that's gone down today that I, I can't make sense of. Olenek would have helped, but I, I, that's not something that I was counting on. I, I don't feel bad they didn't acquire him. Julian asks Zaslow, what's good? Hey, man, what's good with you? How far will this Heat team go this year? I think we're in the same spot as last year, especially because I really like the way they're playing right now. Uh, I, I like, I love the Rozier acquisition, and they're deeper than they were last year. Like, they have found the guys to replace Struess and Vincent in the postseason, be it Haquez or Robinson or Highsmith, and, and, and hopefully Hero is available. No injuries or anything like that. So I think it's, I don't know how far they're going to go, but I think we're in the same spot as last year where we could beat anyone. Not going to be afraid of Boston if they play them. I think New York is very much on the rise. You guys know that. You know what I feel about that. But I'm not going to be afraid of, of Boston. I, you can't be scared. I'm definitely never scared of Boston. All right. Nick's Hex asks here, Zaslow, with the Dolphins picking at 21 in the draft, would GM Zaslow, one, keep the pick and develop a young player on a contract, rookie contract, two, trade down and acquire more picks, or three, trade the pick for an elite player wanting a big new contract? No, I keep the pick. Keep the pick and develop a young player on a rookie contract. You know, first round picks in the NFL, it's not like the NBA where if you have a low first round pick, you're not going to, you may not get a stud. You know, first round pick at any place in the NBA draft, uh, excuse me, in the NFL draft, that's a guy who should be a difference maker. So yeah, pick someone good at number 21. I keep it. Saul asks, Zaslow, re-sign Tua or draft a QB like Michael Penix Jr. and predictions for tonight's Mania press conference. Well, no, I re-signed Tua. I re-sign him to a reasonable contract. He's, you know, no kind of record-breaking money. He doesn't deserve that. But the quarterback play has been the best quarterback play the Dolphins have had in, in, in two decades. I'm absolutely keeping Tua. Predictions for tonight's Mania Conference. Well, we'll get to a little bit more of that coming up here in Big Deal. Not a big deal, but I think we're all going to, I think it's going to be explosive, this press conference. I think it's going to be major, major news. Remember, there's not going to be, I, I doubt there's going to be some type of letdown, the hype around. You got Michael Cole and Pat McAfee hosting it there in Vegas. It's in Vegas. It's Super Bowl week. I think we're going to get a major, major scenario tonight. And I think we're all going to get what we want. Jerryson says, does Jimmy really turn it on? Or is he really taking advantage of situational size and power? Because there are times during the season where he just seems absent and I'm beginning to think it's really because he has a better defender on him that is bigger and stronger than he is. No, I don't agree with that at all. I, I, I think he gets to a place in the season. And now we're in like the third, the final third of the season. And he knows he's got to turn it on. And there are games early in the year where he absolutely coasts. But you could also tell, go look at his last five games that they're four and one. And go look at his last five games. He... He is a lot more aggressive. I I absolutely think he turns it on. <clears throat> and 
finally here, this is from Shaw Rice to Bimbo. Hey, excellent reference there. His avatar is of uh, Vernell Bimbo Coles. Is Allen Houston Game 5 winner one of top five moments in Heat history burned in your brain? What are your top five, good or bad? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of the... Like, I, I don't stress about it anymore, though, because once they won in 2006, I didn't care about it anymore. Like, it didn't bother me anymore. But if we're talking about, you know, most impactful moments, right, that, that come to my mind, the Allen Houston shot is definitely in the top five, unfortunately. I love the LeBron three with the cramp in game four of the 2012 finals. That's one of my favorites. Obviously, Ray Allen, that's three right there. And, uh, you know, Jimmy's performance this past postseason, game four, Milwaukee, uh, you know, versus Milwaukee, 56 points. Unbelievable. Yeah, and and probably LeBron game six, 2012 in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, those are five that come to my mind right away. Only one of them was bad, and that's the Allen Houston one, so... Yeah, I guess it's etched in my mind, but it doesn't bother me the way that it used to. It stopped bothering me. Like, I think you get past it when they win, and they won. How many years later? We talk about seven years later. So it it was a long seven years, but once they won it, to me, it, like, exercised those demons. And that right there is another edition of Zaslow Show 2.0 Mailbag. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. We'll start things off with... All right, so... Yesterday, Radio Road, the WWE has descended upon Vegas. And the World Heavyweight Champion, Seth Rollins, he sat down with CBS Sports' Maggie and Perloff. And good job out of them. They asked him about Vince McMahon. Can you imagine what is life like in the WWE without Vince McMahon? With him really out of the picture, do things change for the talent at all? You know what? Day to day for us, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. It just, you know, we're so far removed as talent from that stuff. Like, it, it, it's awful. It's t- terrible. I, I hate it. It's a disgusting situation. Uh, but we're so far removed from it. You know, like, when we, when we get to work, it's just like, how do we make the show the best possible show we can? Who are we out there with? What's this promo going to be? What's this match going to be? And how do we entertain the fans, right? Like how, that, because that's really what our job is. Uh, that that stuff, like that's personal stuff, that's business stuff, and that's so far above where we're thinking, where our brains are at. When we, and nothing we're going to say or do, making, you know what I mean? We're not going to do anything that's going to impact any of that. It's an awful situation. We're focused on what we do day to day. You know, just be like in any other, any sort of other business structure, right? You just. It's, it's awful, and you feel terrible, and you wish you could have you know seen it or done something, this and that. But at the end of the day, your job is your job, and that's what we do. We show up, and we try to give the people who pay the tickets to come in the best possible show we can. That's that's kind of our department. Yeah, I'm going big deal. I, I think it's a good job at a Maggie and Perloff bringing up Vince McMahon, and it's an excellent job by Seth Rollins addressing it head on. And he's right. like You know, it's like he he could have said to them, if the CEO of CBS Sports was involved in some kind of sexual scandal, does it affect you? Does it affect your everyday work? And of course, the answer is no. You're so removed from it. And while Seth Rollins obviously had regular interactions with Vince McMahon, as far as his performance out there, it's not going to affect him. It's not going to make a difference. And and he hasn't been, he, he didn't shy away from the talk about it. So I, I think it's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So speaking of which, WWE has descended upon Vegas. The Rock. The Rock arrived last night via private jet. And here he is on the, the tarmac 
where they, uh, they're at, you know, he's, he's making comments about what's gonna happen tonight. Welcome to Vegas. I have the feeling this press conference will be talked about forever. Signing off, your long gamer. I'll tell you, I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't know what's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be awesome. The Rock is not stupid. You can't make promises like that. You can't hype it up like that. They, they do press conferences every year before WrestleMania, usually in the host city, not, not randomly in, in Vegas when the Super Bowl is in Philly. You can't hype it up this much and not come away with something enormous, not come away with something that everybody is going to be happy about, and that's Cody facing The Rock. My, my guess, they find a way to have Rock versus Roman night one, Cody versus Roman night two. That's a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, yesterday on radio, bro, my man, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, Mad Dog Radio, he had Dan Orlovsky there with him as a guest. Now, you know, Orlovsky was upset a couple days ago because Russo, when they were watching the the uh, Orlovsky having a go at the skills competition Pro Bowl weekend this past weekend, Russo called him a scrub. It's okay to, it, he called his playing career a scrub. It's okay to make fun and joke. That was a little bit rude. And Orlovsky tweeted out he may be a Hall of Famer, but that was classless. And, and I can't defend Dog in that spot. I think Orlovsky was right. And here, Mad Dog, he apologizes. Here because I want to be happy and have a nice little conversation. You called me a scrub. I did. And then uh, I didn't think anything of it, but my son, Colin Russo, texted me and he said, Mr. Orlovsky, dad is not a fan because you tweeted something at 907. Yeah, right after you said Seven it. minutes. Now, so I, uh, let me make an official apology. If in fact that bothered you, and it seemed like it did, and you, you it struck a nerve in me. It struck a nerve. Yeah, I'm going big deal. I got a really good job out of dog. Orlovsky was totally good with it. You got to do the right thing there if you're a dog. He did the wrong thing, and then he did the right thing. So I'm going big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes! Okay. Go back in, watch Driving the Line, youtube.com slash at Driving the Line. I was on with those guys again this morning. We're having a lot of fun. I'll be on with them every Monday and sprinkled in other days in between as well. Tonight, ESPN Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. I'm on with my girl, the best, Amber Wilson. So hope you listen to us. It's my favorite thing to do is doing that show with her. And uh, and I appreciate you guys liking and rating and commenting and continue to subscribe to everything Zaslow Show 2.0. Today's show was brought to you in part by Bet Online. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, 
stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.